Hello and welcome to the Proper Car Podcast. I'm Drew Markey and I'm excited to share my love of cars and my knowledge of the car sales and service industry with you. The goal of this podcast is to help you be more informed about the car buying process, to help you find the best car for your needs and your budget, and to help you enjoy car ownership more than you've ever imagined. I'm your ally in car buying and I can't wait to help you out, so let's get started. Ever since I was a little kid, I've seen cars as a medium for design and artistic expression. I would see a new design and be inspired to sketch out what I'd do differently, often thinking of it as how I'd improve the performance or design characteristics that the car already has. Once I was driving and making enough money that I could afford to do this in real life, I started customizing my cars just as I had on paper. But this time it would require real money, time, effort, and work to accomplish these changes to my car. Sometimes the money felt well spent. Maybe it bought a set of wheels that looked amazing or suspension parts that enhanced the handling in a good way. But there have been times that my money and effort have gone to waste. And I've learned that the money spent is rarely going to be something you can recoup when selling. If anything, the opposite is true. Modifying cars is still something I enjoy and continue to do, despite the financial realities I'm well aware of. But there are still ways to do it better, and sometimes you may really go too far, so I thought it would be a fun topic to cover. Alright, let's get started. Most people never think about modifying their cars. And honestly, that's probably a good thing because financially the outcome of customization, whether that's for your car, your house, or anything else that you may choose to improve upon can be pretty bleak. Sure, there are cases for upgrades adding value and that's a lot of what I'll cover in this episode so that I can try to help steer you toward better choices if possible. But there are many things that you or I may want that nobody else has much interest in. And often, the changes you make to something are going to really limit the audience who might be interested in it at all. I think of the social media account, Zillow Gone Wild, as a great example here. Maybe the last owner of that cute bungalow that piqued your interest was really into golfing and converted the whole yard into an astroturf putting and chipping practice area, which was probably really enjoyable for them. And yet the only thing you're going to see is the massive landscaping budget that you're going to have to cover to return it to something that you'll enjoy. So I think it's wise to really consider how to go about customizing anything and to be cautious about doing it too significantly. At least you should consider how long you plan to own that vehicle, what benefit you're going to gain from those changes. And if it's the kind of thing that may hurt you financially in the future, what you should try to do to either set aside parts or to maybe even set aside a little bit of money down the road to be able to return it to the way it was before or to make it more desirable for the next buyer. But I hope that if you are considering things like modifying your car, it's because of the fact that you love that car and you want to keep it for a long time. So in that situation, a lot of those considerations may 
be a little easier to rule out or at least to not worry about so much for the time being. There are, however, some ways that you can make it make some sense financially. One of my favorite changes to make on my cars is to replace the wheels. I really think it's the best modification you can do to completely alter the look of a car and you can potentially improve the performance of the car as well, depending on how you go about it. But wheels can be a costly upgrade, and in many cases, they'll also require that you change your tire size. So this is one I like to look at as a maintenance upgrade opportunity. Buying a set of wheels along with the tires that you were already going to have to replace will only add to that expense, but you are bundling the costs a bit when you do it this way. There's another change you can make that's pretty massive in terms of how significantly it can change the look of your car. And that's to do a color change through either paint or a vinyl wrap. I've had a car painted before. It was a situation where I changed the color entirely but it made sense in that scenario because it was a car that had paint that was pretty worn out. It needed a few body repairs. Uh, there was a little bit of rust that needed to be addressed. And so I was already gonna be getting into some of that. It also happened to be a project car and so it was something that I could do a lot of the prep for. And by doing that, it really cut down on the total cost. However, in a lot of situations, especially if you have a fairly new car or if the paint on that car is already in great shape right now, you might actually want to look at doing a vinyl wrap. And the reason for that is, although it can cost about as much as a paint job, it's a great way to actually protect the paint that ends up being underneath this vinyl. And it gives you a completely unique look to your car during the time that you own it. This kind of thinking is definitely just a way to justify something that you want or this money you want to spend that you have to know is still not really a completely wise investment. I'm not going to try to pretend it's not. But there are still times where you can do something like this and at least somewhat justify the cost a little bit. The fresh paint job, if done well, may increase the value of your car, depending on the age of the car and the condition of the overall car relative to what the paint looks like, it might be that it's in great shape and it actually justifies that doing a fresh paint job will increase the value. But if it's done poorly, or if you go with some sort of really unique or bold color choice, then it's probably going to do the opposite. So just be aware of that when you're making these types of decisions. A good wrap job, as I mentioned before, will probably cost almost as much as a paint job does. And it doesn't last anywhere near as long before it would need to be replaced. But if you plan on keeping your car for just a couple of years, it might be something to consider as a good option. You get to have the car in a color that you love and you'll protect the paint so that it's in better shape when you do decide to sell the car later on. I also think about that as a potential scenario when somebody is looking for a car in a certain color and it's really hard to find but maybe a black or a gray or silver or something like that is much easier to find and as a result more affordable 
if you know that you're the type of person who keeps a car for just a few years, you might want to just go buy the black one and then have it wrapped in the color that you would like. And even though that's going to be an added expense, you one, you might have justified it because you spent less on the car to begin with. And two, you know that it's at least a, a common and more desirable color so that when you do choose to sell it in the future, you can pull that wrap back off. The paint should be essentially in the same shape that it was when you bought it. Uh, and therefore you're going to be a little bit better off when it comes time to sell. There are many other things that you can do that help to modernize a car, which can be beneficial both for you and your enjoyment, as well as the interest of a future owner. If you replace an old CD player with a new head unit that has features like Apple CarPlay and a backup camera, it might make it something that you enjoy using a whole lot more while you have it. And then it sets it apart as having some nice upgrades for that next potential buyer. Replacing worn out speakers with upgraded new ones might be something to consider when you're doing other audio upgrades like that Apple CarPlay head unit. Again, it adds more cost, but bundling the work to possibly save a little bit of time and money in the long run and to really get the most out of the changes that you're making at the same time is again a better way to go about how you do those upgrades. Now, when it comes to performance modifications, we enter into a very different discussion. Whether your goal is to make your car faster or to handle differently, whether that's lowering it with a sportier suspension or raising up a four-wheel drive vehicle so that you have better ability off-road, the changes that you make for these improvements will always come with some trade-offs that you really need to consider. The power you add might come at the expense of fuel economy and a much louder exhaust or other engine noises. Maybe you're okay with that, but it might also mean that the car can't pass state inspections or it could present new reliability issues that you hadn't dealt with prior to those changes. And depending on the car, you may find yourself making changes that don't hurt the value that much, but there are many more times where these types of modifications to a car are gonna completely eliminate large portions of the pool of potential buyers. So proceed with caution. The same can be said for suspension adjustments. This is more of my wheelhouse, but I've always gone into it well aware of some of the negatives that I'd have to live with to gain the handling changes and the look that I'm after. The way a car comes from the factory, whether that's the suspension, engine, amenities, or styling, is based on the necessary balance a manufacturer has to make for a car to be sellable, reliable, safe, and so on. Those of us who choose to customize our cars do so knowing that there will be some compromises, but with the hope that our changes will net an overall better result. I guess the last piece of advice I'll offer as we wrap this episode up is just to be really considerate about what you're changing. See if you can find good used parts that might keep your costs down and buy quality items when you do these upgrades so that you're actually improving upon something rather than just changing it for the sake of change. Enjoy making the car your own. 
treating it as a blank palette, as I've always done, and lean on others with more experience when you want to make some changes, but you don't want to regret making bad decisions. This is a fun one for me, and I hope it's been helpful for you. I have a lot of experience in this field, as you could probably see by visiting my website, because most of the cars on there are cars that I've owned and modified on my own over the years. So I'd love to help you if you'd be interested in working with me and getting a little bit of assistance when it comes to things like how to set up and modify your car. You can learn more about the services I provide at thepropercar.com or on social media at the underscore proper underscore car. DM me there or email me at podcast at thepropercar.com. Thanks for listening. And until next time, enjoy the drive.